what's going on? Rob Sestranino back here with day two of our Survivor preview, where we are hearing from the 18 cast members of Survivor 35 with interviews for RHAP that were conducted by this man, the MVP of the Survivor 35 preseason. Please welcome back Josh Wiggler. Check it out. Josh. I didn't do that on the last one, then we got complaints. Uh so are these are these like secret covert wiggle rooms? Is that what, is I guess that so. I mean here? I feel like that that's sort of like your theme song. If this was like a WWE type event, I feel like when you came out your song would play. So I feel like that it's a missed opportunity when we don't get it in. Now we have to get a version of it that is uh, that is sung by Sonia Christopher. Yes. Ooh, uh, one of the great one of the great reactions that I've gotten from people who are listening to First One Out for the first time is a lot of people think that's Wanda mm-hmm. off the top. Yes, it's not Wanda. Not Wanda. But I understand why you why you would think so given my history. Yes, uh, makes sense that basically yes. uh, any you know older woman uh, singing that that's your jam. That is associated with me. You could just automatically assume that it's Wanda. But in this case, you would be incorrect. Yeah. All right. Well, here we are back again to hear from two more of the Survivor 35 players and hear what they had to say in this interview that you conducted with them in the Survivor 35 preseason. Yeah. Very fun stuff. So, again, we are doing this in the order that I conducted these interviews in the order of people sitting down across from me. Uh, we would get about maybe like 20, 25 minutes into the interview, and then we would segue into a little bit of an RHAP segment where the idea would be we want to ask you some questions that are going to help distill down what you might be like as a player. What's your philosophy towards idols? And what is your thought? You know, what's the sneakiest thing you're going to do? Questions like that, all in an effort to refine our winner predictions as we are trucking here through the preseason of Survivor 35. And I'm very excited about this idea of getting your preseason rankings of all the players on the board. I think that's a really, really fun wrinkle to all of this, Rob. And so I don't want to spoil the... I guess I am going to spoil it when I do my preseason rankings, but we heard from, in our last episode, we heard from Cole and Katrina. I am, as we are going along in real time, updating my rankings in terms of who I think is most likely to win the season. Right now, uh, Cole would be that person over Katrina. So we will see okay. <laughs> as we go along. So uh, Bold prediction, Cotton. Bold prediction. So first up today, Josh, we are going to hear from JP John Hilsebeck, a.k.a. And what can you tell us about him? John Paul Hilsebeck. That's what the P stands for. Uh, JP is a guy who is out here on Survivor. Yes. That is a fact. That is a thing. He is, uh, he is a firefighter. He is from California. He has an awesome dog named Thor, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has uh, three roommates that are also firefighters that he is good friends with and things like that. Uh, JP is a guy that you are going to listen to on this podcast and form your opinions accordingly. The Survivor Internet seems to be really into JP right now. Okay, why? What is the thing that they are taking away from? Hot guy? The way that I think that's part of it. Uh, the way that I'm doing my player profiles on The Hollywood Reporter is the first half of each article is the player in their own words. And then the second half of each article is all of the other players weighing in on the interview subject. So you get a little bit of a taste of everybody 
throughout each article or most everybody throughout each article at the very least. Uh, and I think people are enjoying JP's observations of people. I think a lot of people are, are, you know, enjoying JP's insight. Okay. All right. Well, we will hear what he has to say when he gets the list of speed dating questions that was read to you. You were saying uh, earlier that uh, you just want to make it clear that these were not your questions, right? These are your questions, Rob. You was there anything with the wrong with these questions? Why Why are you reminding people that, that these are my questions? Were they dumb questions? I'm just giving credit where it's due. Okay. I'm just properly citing my sources. There's nothing wrong with the questions. The questions were fantastic. <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember what the questions were because I wrote them like the morning of the Survivor 34 finale. So uh, this is a good reminder for me as well. <laughs> All right. Sounds great. Okay. Here is Josh Wiggler talking with J.P. Hilsebeck on location in Fiji. And you may hear from us as uh, we go along. Here's J.P. So, J.P., you are currently on Rob Has a Podcast. Do you know what Rob Has a Podcast is? No. Okay. So, Rob Has a Podcast is a Survivor podcast hosted by Rob Sesternino. Sounds good. All right. Ready to go. All right. So, why are you on Survivor, J.P.? It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. It's just uh, it's one of those things, life's a journey, and uh, here I am. It's my time, and uh, just uh, see what it brings. Cool. Um, who are you going to try to play like? People who've played Survivor before. Anyone from the past that you would like to try to play like? You know, uh, back in Season 10, uh, Tom, who's a fireman, too, from New York, he, uh, he won. And, uh, you know, he's a, he's a great guy. He has a lot of good character, a lot of good traits about himself. You know, me being a younger fireman, you, know, you look up to people that are like that. And, uh, you know, if I can kind of play it you know, the same way, you know, he does, you know, he gets maybe a little bit more respect in the fact that he is, you know, a little bit older. You know, people might look up to him more as the fact that here I am a little younger at 28. You know, people might see, you know, you know, not really looking up. Should have dyed your hair before you came out here, yeah. man. Like convince everyone you're the silver Gray's not in anymore, so I don't know. <laughs> We're out. Yeah. We're out on gray. Uh, who's your least favorite survivor? Of all the survivors that you've seen, who's the player that you're like, ah, I don't think so. Uh, you know what? The one that kind of got me was, I think, Sandra, who just got... Uh, oh, boy. Just got voted oh off the last year, season 34. She's she's won twice. So you got to give it to her. She's won twice. But just the personality and everything is just like, uh, I don't know. I just, I, was, I just wasn't a fan. Yeah, not a fan. So, but hey, she, she did win two. She did win twice. She, she must have been doing something. Exactly. Okay. So you take my hat off to her and say congratulations to her. And that, that's awesome. So. Cool. Um, how do you plan to start? All right. So it's day one. Day one begins. You're with your tribe. The game is on. What is your ideal first day of Survivor? Say my ideal first day is definitely get in the water and jump in the water finally. But uh, cannonball, yeah, exactly yeah. right. Get in the water finally and just enjoy that Fiji water. And then uh, is it taunting you, just like looking at it, being like, "Why won't you let me uh, in?" Yeah, I grew up in the ocean surfing and all that type of stuff my whole life, diving and everything. And uh, just to sit here and look at Fiji water and you can't go in it is like frustrating. Bullshit. Hold up. Hey. <laughs> You know, I, I do think it, it's worth it's worth clarifying at this point that in this phase of the pregame, they're not allowed in the water. Like JP's not just like saying like he's like someone has like he like misbehaved in the water. And so now he's not allowed in the water. They're not allowed in the water yet. That makes so sense to me. Yeah, I, I get that. Why does that make sense to you? Like, I like just let them in the water. That feels like to me, like just let them no, in the you, water. They're waiting point. to go on Survivor. They're not on a vacation yeah. where it's like mm. everybody can has time to go swimming. They, I mean, that they're they're there for a reason. 
So you're just trying to like amp them up. So it's like you really want them to have that high energy when they finally do have that moment where they can get in the water. I, I don't think that you're holding the water away from them. It's just like another thing that you have to monitor in terms of like they're not allowed to talk to each other. So like you have to have one handler go down to the ocean with each person and let everybody have ocean time. I get it. Okay. All right. I run a well, tight ship too, Josh. I understand how I this is. I know you do. Yeah. I'm aware. I'm aware of how you run okay. your ship. A little too tight. Too by tight. My, by my <laughs> You know, first day, you know, get out there, you know, food, water, shelter, you know, get the basics taken care of. But like I said, just go into it level headed and just kind of go with the flow, you know. Cool. Just be that great guy. Um, are you going to spend a lot of time looking for an idol? I would probably say no. I don't think kind of watching the people play and things like that. As soon as you start spending the time looking for the idol, people kind of tend to, you know, keep their eye out on you a little more. But uh, if you can, uh, if you can do it when no one's looking, it's definitely a good thing to have in your back pocket. So it's uh definitely something to be aware of and if you if you're if I'm aware of it and I got a good hint on where I think it's at you know and then hey yeah I'm gonna go I'm gonna go find it you know so it's just uh just all about playing your cards right cool um how much Survivor have you seen how much of the show have you watched uh, I've watched probably I say a good amount of the episodes you know especially a lot more now too since it's getting you know coming on the show right? yeah of you course got, you gotta do, you gotta your do the prep gotta do gotta your do homework prep, gotta do your homework and things like that so it's uh so I've seen quite a few yeah when did you first start watching it when you were you know starting to be in consideration you know, I think for the I show? watched like the very first episode a long long time ago yeah. the show's been going for 17-18 years now you know and uh which is crazy by the way yeah it's you know here I am now like I always thought like oh that'd be a cool show to go on yeah. you know and then the game is just like just watching it after seasons just it evolves so much now so it's just uh, like it's just gotten crazier and crazier. So I, I just like this season, I can only only imagine what it's going to be. Yeah, you know for sure. Um, what was the best advice you got before you came out here from uh, anybody? From anybody, I'd say probably just from uh, from my parents. From back Thor. No, nah, Thor. Thor just probably said come back. You know, and for I, people who do not know who Thor is for this podcast purposes, who is Thor? Uh, Thor is uh, it's, it's my dog. He's a Siberian Husky. Uh, we rescued uh, you know about a year ago and. Uh, Take care of him now. He's a great dog. Thor's the name that he had, so it's a perfect name to fit in. He's just uh, just like us. He's taking for a run. Dog probably runs about 20 miles a week and keeps up just fine. So yeah. uh, it's a great dog. So yeah, you didn't want to change the name. How old was he when you got him? Uh, he was like two, so he's almost three. So now. he knew Thor. Like he's not gonna he's not gonna respond to a new name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I yeah. totally get it. I've got two cats. We rescued them from a friend of a friend. They were named before we got them. One of them's name is Leopardo DiCatrio, <laughs> and I'm deeply embarrassed about it. But there was no way I was gonna change that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's his name. It's a great name. It's a great name. We go with Pardo. Yeah, I don't think I had any Hold pet up. questions on my list, Josh. These, that is squarely your line of questioning, asking this guy about pets. I don't think that he appreciated Leopardo no. DiCatrio. I just got to say. That, that's really your cat's that. name also? Leopardo DiCatrio. And Bella uh, is short for Isabella Catalini. And we did not name Pardo and Bella, but we stuck with Pardo and Bella. So just a little bit of. A little bit of background on me these days. <laughs> so, so that's, you're, you're getting more than you bargained for here in these interviews. Yes. Well, we'll save those for our Josh Wiggler hashtags. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. So what is the best advice that you got before you came out here? Uh, best advice that I got was just pretty much just uh, be yourself. And then also, too, was, uh, you know, if the game's always playing, just be, uh, be on top of it and make sure that uh, you're staying engaged 100% of the time. It's the sneakiest thing that you are willing to do out here. The sneakiest thing that I'm willing to do. It's you a pretty know, sneaky game. Yeah, it's a pretty sneaky game, you know, and uh, you know, it's one of those things, you know, you you know, you take it take it to the next level, but as long as you keep your, your moral boundaries in line, I think you'll be alright. So you're not willing to do anything that you wouldn't be comfortable with in your normal life? Pretty much. You know, like you know, you gotta do what you gotta do to win, but you know, there's certain things that, you know, you just you know, as a good moral character you don't do. Hundred percent. Um 
what are other players going to dislike about you? Is there like a, a like a quirk that you've got where you're like, oh no, if they see that, it's not going to be good? I would say the only thing is just like I'm super competitive, so I definitely need to throttle back on the competitive side things to it. And uh, you know, it's uh, you know just kind of don't step up and be like that leader type of person. Just kind of you know just hang back a little bit, and uh, I know I think I'll be all right. But cool. uh, yeah. So. Um, final one for you is why should people pick you to win Survivor? Why is JP going to be the guy who sticks it out 39 days? You know, be that guy. You know, it's kind of one of those things. Uh, you know, I got my little sister back home. She has a uh, blood disorder called ITP. She uh, has to do with her platelets and things like that. And it's an autoimmune disorder. And uh, so pretty much what I'm going to do is if, uh, if I win or, you know, make it through it far enough, whatever, being able to donate some of the proceeds towards, uh, towards her foundation so that way you can find a cure and, you know, she doesn't have to deal with that thing anymore, and then also too, I'm really sorry to hear that. Oh, that's all right. It, uh, and then also too, you know, for you know other kids that are diagnosed with it, that they don't have to go through the same things that she had to go through. You know what I mean? That they can grow up. You know, and everybody just wants to live a normal life. So you know, if I can, you know, do that, and it helps out, you know, the next generation or whatever that's coming along, then hey, that's awesome. You know what I mean? They get to grow up and have that normal life and things like that. Nice. So. Um, sweet. That's great. Um, so at the end of these, we're, we're trying to develop hashtags for you guys. We're doing, you know, our, our social uh, media. That's where we are in the world. We're in the Twitterverse. Are you on Twitter? You're um, going to be if you're not already. Yeah, not, not on Twitter. Just, uh, just new, like new to Instagram. We're going to get you on Twitter. This yeah. is what's going to happen. You're on Survivor now. You have to get on Twitter. It's a whole thing. It's a whole to-do. So people are going to want to have a hashtag if they're picking JP to win Survivor. So it's like hashtag JP's awesome or hashtag JP whatever. What do you want to go with? I uh, say hashtag locals only. Hashtag locals only. All right. Is that an inside joke that somebody's going to love? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or, or we can change it up. Yeah. Or hashtag. Uh, you want to let that inside joke outside? Or you want to keep that one close to the chest? No, we'll, we'll keep it close to the okay. chest. So the boys back home know, know, knows what it means. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Awesome. All right. Well, hashtag locals only. We'll go with that. What do you think locals only means? I don't know. No, I've, now I'm remembering that. And I remember at the time being like, oh, God, I hope this isn't something awful. Like, I hope there aren't some like local skeletons in the closet on this one. Yeah. Uh, so who knows? Who knows what locals only is? It could be very dark. Yeah. It could be very, Who very, are the non-locals that he's against? <laughs> I don't think we want oh to open God. that can of worms. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a very tribalistic guy, JP. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I like when you're trying to sell people on the idea of hashtags. Like, hashtags, they're a thing, they're happening, they're on Twitter, everybody's I doing it. Oh. <laughs> I know. Enjoy enjoy it while it lasts, because there is a, there is a, a and it, quick It could be like, Josh that. is awesome, or... <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, I love Round Howard. Yeah. <laughs> I should have really been pushing that. Okay. All right. Uh, if, oh, God. I mean, uh, yeah, JP is a person that's going to be on this season. Uh, you nailed it. <laughs> and yeah, he seems yeah. uh, seems fine to me. I mean, it's hard to really get a sense of who he is as a character to me uh, from that. I did think that he uh, seemed, you know, uh, pretty uh, cut and dry in terms of, like, who he is. And he's a, uh, you know... A, a surfing firefighter and he loves the water can't wait to go in the water i don't think that he is going to uh really be on top of what is going on in the game on a very deep level but you know with that type of player i think that all he needs to do is kind of like keep his nose clean and stay out of trouble and he's gonna make the merge uh do you want to hear a story about jp is it about his dog it's not about Thor, and it's not about Pardo and Bella. Yes, go for it. Uh, it. So at the at the end of all of these interviews, I would do like a quick little social media hit with everybody, and like would do some like videos and photos and stuff like that. 
uh, or things like that, rather. Uh, and when I when I finished up with JP, we probably had been together for like a solid like 40 minutes at that point. And he gives me the Dan Lembo at the end. He goes, this is like, do I have to do this? Like, this is all stuff that I, that I got to do. <laughs> he like, can't yeah, go in the water. Know. What else did he have to do? I was kind of surprised. Like, well, you've got nothing else going on. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> at least Dan Lembo had to catch a flight. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have any flights that he was trying to catch. So I was kind of like, all right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's all done already. I guess he didn't have to do that. I think I said something like that, but. That's uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, next up, before we get to Ryan, let me just take a moment and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. And those are our friends over at NatureBox. Uh, we all know the three H's this season, but the fourth H can be hunger, Josh. Oh, I thought you were going to say uh, hazelnut. <laughs> hazelnut is also another H word. That's right. <laughs> we all want to be eating better, but when it comes to snacks, sometimes it feels like the whole world is making us decide between delicious and a billion calories versus boring and tasteless. Forget about that. Up your snack game with Nature Box. Uh, I've been talking about Nature Box on the podcast for at least like uh, three or four years at this point. I love Nature Box. My favorites are the dark cocoa nom noms and the nutty power clusters that they have over 100 snacks that taste good and are actually better for you. All made from high quality, simple ingredients. No artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners. They've got a great offer right now for our listeners. They're going to get you three free snacks with your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash rhap you're going to find your new snack obsession at naturebox they got new snacks every month inspired by real customer feedback the latest food trends from professional chefs just go to naturebox.com you choose the snacks that you want and they deliver them right to your door and there's no risk if you ever try a snack that you don't like it's not mandatory that you eat it uh <laughs> uh, they can send it back and replace it for free. So right now, get three snacks for free when you go to naturebox.com slash RHAP and put in your first order. That's naturebox.com slash RHAP for three free snacks with your first order at naturebox.com slash RHAP. All right. I am very excited to hear this next interview from Ryan Ulrich. Yes, Ryan Ulrich. Uh, Ryan Ulrich is a super duper Survivor fan, came in very hot to the interview, was really pissed off that Dalton Ross and Gordon Holmes didn't make the trip out to Fiji to interview him, that it was just me, that he just had to deal with Wiggler. Uh, But hopefully he is going to feel better about being on RHA. Oh, wait. Actually, I think he has a bone to pick with you, if I'm remembering. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I'm pretty sure that's in this. I can't imagine uh, why. He, I didn't. I don't think I did anything to him, did I? I think that your lack of understanding of what you may have done may be the issue. Okay. All right. Well, we will find all that out from Ryan Ulrich, 23. He is the bellhop. I'm sure that you've seen him, one of the uh, most recognizable characters with his uh, red turtleneck this season. Here is what Ryan had to say. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Josh. You're on Rob Has a Podcast right now. How does that make you feel? Well, you know, Josh, I wrote Rob an email one time saying how big of a fan I was, right? This was going back. It was a lonely night. I think it was in my dorm room. And who else but to reach out to Sesternino, right? Sure. Write him an email, heart pouring out. I love your podcast. I loved, uh, specifically, I loved the podcast with Cochran because he talked about, like, how it was just a great podcast. Listen, 
so thoroughly to it. I still listen to that podcast from time to time, and I get nothing. <laughs> I get goose egg back from Sesternino. Okay, so to all those people out there listening, okay, who want to be on the show and are writing Rob emails, and he's not getting back to you, don't let that get you down. Okay, don't let don't let that fool you. Yeah, service one. Yes, don't let. Said. Yes, he did say that. Don't let. Okay, hold hold up. <laughs> yeah, we got to do the, we got to do the investigative okay. research now. All right. So again, I have never listened to this. That on you know uh, on on everything I hold dear, I have not heard this interview, and I did not know that this was a thing. So just to go back to that point in time, uh, you know, it's like uh, I look at the cast when it comes out. And I see, I said, like, oh, okay, do I, do I recognize any of these names? And I thought his name looked a little familiar. And I actually did like a quick search. And I did, I actually did find this email in wow. the last, in the last couple of months. I wrote, I, I, and I did write back to him and say, hey, good luck on this, good luck on the season. Uh, just to be so, just as the, that I did, I, I did close out the, the loop completely. So, uh, I feel like that. I should get some credit at least for saying I did eventually resp- respond to this email. Uh, also, just the uh, the other thing I will say in self defense, the date of this email, and I actually have it up right now, is from February twenty first, two thousand fifteen, and loyal Rob as a podcast listeners will know that I moved into my current residence that week, so. I and uh, this is when you were fooling everybody on blood versus no, no, water. No, 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 right? no, 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 no. This was this was okay. only two years ago. So this was this was Got like it. the week before the Worlds Apart premiere. So that okay. is so that that was the reason. I'm, I do not have a one hundred percent response rate to emails that I get, but I feel like I do try to get back to people when they uh, send me, uh, especially at that point in time. I feel like I had a really good response rate. It just happened that that. That was a uh, again people uh, there's a limited interest for how much people care about this but I, I was moving that week and you can go and check the uh, the podcast archives from that time my story checks out it's a sensitive issue for me as well I once got an email from Hannah Shapiro and never responded to it until <laughs> Hannah was on Survivor so it's wah, a good wah, omen wah. it's a good omen okay yes all right yes I guess I guess Ryan. that's true don't let Rob fool you, okay? You can do it, but um, yeah, but great to be on the podcast. As I said, I mean, <laughs> I mean f been, that guy, but great to be fan. here. Yeah, great, to be, great here. to be here. All right, so Ryan, so one of the things that we are doing while we're out here is I've got a bunch of questions from Rob. We're doing some Survivor speed dating. Oh, so he just sends you as a lackey yeah, now? Oh, it's a great deal for me. Yeah, Listen, yeah, I, great. Yeah, you know, he he doesn't want to get out here, maybe too close to the sun. He yeah. seems to be allergic to it these days, right? Yeah. Uh, but I've got a bunch of questions from him. We're going to be doing some Survivor speed dating here. We're trying to get to the essence of who I've you are going to be. I've never dated before, so this is really first. This is first. This is going to be very nice. Yeah, this is good. All right, so here we go. So, Ryan, why are you on Survivor? I am on Survivor because I know how, how to relate to people. Relating to people and identifying with people's needs is something that I've done well in my entire life. I've interned with both houses of Congress. I've worked as a bellhop. I've worked as a waiter. I've sold insurance. I've done a lot of different things that can endear people to me. And I think I know when to discern when people don't like me and be selective and when people do like me. You know, accountability is dead in 2017 and the buck stops with me. If someone doesn't like me, that's my fault. And I need to be able to figure out and be selective on who I should align with, who I shouldn't. And I think I'm going to make those proper decisions. Everything emanates from the social game. I, 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 th- that is something I 
am fervently sure about, if I know nothing else, you're not going to play the game with people you don't like, especially in the early days of the game. And I think I can eke through to, eke, eke through to the merge, because I don't have a free ticket to the merge. But if I get to the merge, uh, you better watch out, because I'm not going to be the number one target anymore. Who are you going to try to play like? Someone from Survivor history. Who would you who would you like to emulate? Yeah, so I loved uh, Todd's game. Todd was, he didn't win a single challenge, uh, didn't win an immunity challenge, but he got to the end, he was really savvy, and uh, Gene Robert in his uh, jury speech said, uh, before he shut him up, came to you day one, I told you you were a schemer, and he was able, Todd was, to just build his alliances, especially with Courtney and Amanda, and just eke through, and before it was too late, Todd was sitting at the finals, and he was taking credit for everything, the blood was on his hands. Also, when I saw Spencer, Spencer is somebody who, when I saw him, I was like, oh, maybe this is a possibility. Like, a guy like me who's a bit more analytical, who's, you know, Spencer's an athletic guy. He won three challenges both his seasons. And I guarantee nobody was saying, wow, that guy's a beast athletically. I can hold my own athletically, but nobody would ever assume that, you know? So I think that works to my advantage, and I think it worked to his advantage. He's also kind of a well-spoken guy, you know? I had a speech impediment growing up, and I always made it a point, like, nobody will ever or I, I make an attempt to never be misconstrued because I know how hard it is to have your comments, like, not to be understood. And Spencer was always someone who you knew what he was saying, and it made for a good alliance member, and it was someone I hoped to emulate if I could ever live up to that, yeah. Uh, who's your least favorite Survivor player of all time? Wow! Holy! Big one, right? No. You're throwing some shade at somebody. Yeah, I'm Somebody's some... got to get hit. Don't I'm give throw... me a non-answer. Oh, man. No, I'm giving you an answer. Okay. Uh, Is it harder to, like, limit it to one? Is that the problem? Yeah, I mean, there's so many. Uh, 498 of us, right? Yeah. Well, for now. Um, oh, man. Who is the... What was the question again? Who is your least favorite Survivor My player least favorite... Ever? Oh, uh... <laughs> I... Oh, man. I didn't really... Uh, I didn't really like Shireen. Okay. I, I, I mean, n- nothing against her. It was just, like... Um, you know, I felt really bad uh, for her first season. I really was rooting for her then, but, like, I didn't... Like, then she didn't comfort Abby, you know? And, like, I, I don't know. I just thought she would have done that. But, yeah, so now you got me in hot water with... You're in trouble with Shireen. Yeah. And she Shireen wasn't doesn't on like the you. podcast. Yeah, so she's going to listen to this. She doesn't I like you I know she anymore. is. That's okay. You can't win them all. Because uh, um, <laughs> she didn't comfort Abby. Yeah, I guess, you know, uh, that really, that <laughs> that really, really upset Ryan, who's a, who's a big Abby Maria fan. He's I a suppose. big Abby stan, is that what it is? I mean, I guess. I guess <laughs> that, you know, he. we know who he's taking the side of in the Abby I guess she must RC. have answered his email. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Abby would answer your email. Like, I feel like Abby Maria is going to be answering. I could have mentioned somebody that didn't even listen. Yeah, that was so. You know, this, that, you this know, does I tell me something about take. your ability. I gave you the hot take. Yeah, no, I'm making it. a judgment here. Yeah, All right. How do you plan to start this game? What's your ideal day one? So I just want to get to know people and try and start try and start slow. Everybody thinks this is a game of just like let's just align and like get get the numbers quick. It is that, but I need to have a conversation first just to know that you can trust me and and then we're good to go. It's not, you know, I I I hope to find alliance in within 10 minutes, but I can't force anything because if I force something then I come off as that schemer that, you know, kind of people fear and that's something I really need to avoid. Uh how much time are you going to be spending looking for an idol? 
I feel like everybody looks for idols. I, I, I mean, I, I have no idea. Um, it's going to be a fair amount of time, though, uh, whenever I can get time, especially in a six-person tribe. You know, it's ever more important because you can't hide. And it's, uh, you know, it's important to have. They, they bring people together and a considerable amount of time. I, I have no idea what time it is right now, and I won't out there. So um, I, I, I don't know, but it, I'll definitely be looking. And it's always on the trail. You know, they want them to be found. They want them to be found. And anybody who is on the trail, it's going to be close to there in a tree or a clue or something because they just want them to be in play. It makes the game more alive. So I'm definitely going to be looking, but I never want to raise anyone's suspicions that I'm sacrificing time with them to just selfishly look for my own. I feel like we can yada yada past this next one. How much Survivor have you seen? A lot. I've actually never watched You've never watched the show. He's never watched the show. Uh, Best advice you received before you came out here? Clearly nothing from Rob. No. uh, But from anybody else. But from anybody else. I'm throwing shade at a lot of people. You know, I don't like this. This is, is not his who podcast. I, am. Too, I, yeah, I come on his podcast yeah. and throw in shade at people he has on. So, so best yeah. advice you've received uh, before coming out here my from dad, anybody? My dad always told me that nobody worries about you like you do. Nobody's got your back like you do. And you know that's something that I think is true in this game. You could trust everybody, but this is everybody's got their own agenda, and everybody is in it for themselves. Obviously, that's the nature of the game, and that's 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 what he's always told me. Nobody looks out for you like you do, and. Uh, that's good advice to have going in. Sneakiest thing you're willing to do out here. Like, do you have any machinations in mind of like a really outside the box weird thing that you're planning to do that's a little sneaky? No, I don't, not necessarily because the game is so fluid and so adaptable. I don't have like so in your pregame last last year Zeke made these like I'm going to find the idol and I'm going to place it in somebody's bag and I think uh, you know that that would be fun to do. I'll take that one out of his book. I always thought it would be interesting and I don't think this has happened. When a person has an idol Right, and they play it on another person. So, say there's like five people. So, say one person's got another, they play it on another person. It's never happened that they play it, and then the person originally had the idol got those votes and went home. So, I think that's really interesting, and that's never been done before, and that's something I would look to explore. You know, try and plant the seed and, you know, kind of. A Ryan seed. Yeah, well. It's different from the Russell seed. Yes, yes. Um, and I think that would be really, really interesting. But again, the game is so fluid and so adaptable that if you're just nice to people, hopefully uh, everything pays out in the end. But that's a little strategic thing I've had in mind. What are the other players going to dislike about you? Uh, besides everything, I can't <laughs> think of. Let's, my complaining, yeah. I don't like the sun, my turtleneck. Um, I think I, I talk a lot, uh, sometimes to my own detriment. I sometimes can uh, be too revealing. Uh, with with who I am, and I think um, you know, th- I think they may think I'm too much of a social player, and my paranoia may get to me a little bit. Um, but other than that, I mean, what's not to like? You know, I mean, come on, I'm I'm just so lovable, right? Indeed, yeah, Indeed uh, yeah. I've made that clear, right? <laughs> but you know, it's just you you try and just keep that on the low, right? Just reveal what they like about you, and try and diminish what they don't. Why should people pick you to win, Ryan? Why are you going to be the guy? I think because I'm average enough, right? I'm not great physically, but I'm not a schmuck physically. I'm going to be okay strategically, and I'm going to be pretty good socially. The people who win this game, I always feel, are just the most average that season, with exceptions. Like if you have a Tom Westman or a Kim, you know, just run the gamut uh, from the start. But I think in this day and age, if you're... Just good at a little bit and not not just excelling in one area, you know, just to go back to Adam. A reason why people wanted to bring him to the end 
was because they thought he was bad socially when he got into the tiff with Taylor. But that, he says, that helped his game, and I couldn't agree more because that showed people, and it's like Hannah and Ken, that, oh man, like, people aren't going to vote for him. They're going to want to take him to the end. So you can't be too perfect, and it's a fine line. And, you know, nobody's ever called me perfect. So... First time for everything. Yeah, yeah, right. You know? Man, that kid is. But no, nobody's going to be looking at me and my turtleneck and be like, "Wow, that how does how does he do it? How does he's got it all together?" You know, people are more going to be looking like, "Thank God I'm not that guy." Yeah, but I think it's it could help me. All right, so that's that's it for the podcast, except for obviously one. And I, if you've listened to RHAP, I hope that you've already been working on this. Obviously, we have to come up with the hashtag. For the end of the podcast, so hopefully that's already been running through your mind. This is what it's like. I mean, I want a song. The song parody. The song comes later. Oh man, a hashtag. A hashtag. A hashtag for people who are going to pick you to win. It's usually something we've talked about in the podcast. Ideally, I don't know. What what do you think? Do you have any? We did say Ryan Seed at one point, but that's not something you want to throw out. Yeah, I mean, I did have it on a couple Uh T-shirts, like trademarked, Uh you know, Ryan Seed. But uh, yeah, probably not. I, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Let's just go with that unless you can fight media. the tide. Well, that's going to change. That's yeah. going to change. I've never had a Facebook or Instagram. Ever? No. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so you can tell how social I am with other people. Oh, wow. Um, I also don't drink. So, so. Hashtag social media game. Yeah, maybe. there you go. How there about we go. go with that? Oh, yeah. Hashtag all rich. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Very right. good stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The social media stuff needs to stop. <laughs> I, when did when did I stop with the hashtags? I can't I, you, it you said it's I thought in the beginning that you'd stop the JP. I didn't think we were getting one there. Oh, my God. I think. No, I think it starts. I think it stops at Patrick. God, I hope okay. it's not Patrick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, know, I know we went there with Patrick for sure, at least. But, All right, well, let's talk oh a little God. bit about uh, Ryan. And, I, I mean, I think he's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, the question is, you know, he's going to talk a big game. Can he pull it off? There's so much variance with this type of character, you know, that you know a Todd or a Cochran is the upside and sort of the downside is that he's somebody who sort of, like, talks himself out of the game a la like uh, david sampson so is he is he gonna be uh is he gonna be the better skinny ryan of the two skinny ryans i in think Survivor so Lord? that's a low bar to clear to be the uh better skinny ryan but wow taking headshots at ryan's <laughs> shoulders yeah uh, so uh, he again ha- I-, I think that he knows all of the game theory the question is can he execute on it I don't love the idea of let me give away the idol to people because that person uh, doesn't get votes I mean I kind of feel like that Eric Reichenbach did prove that uh, when you give your immunity away uh, you know bad things can happen you are leaving yourself uh, a bit vulnerable in that spot so I would say he will be fun to watch. I'm really looking forward to seeing him. Where does he land? Where does he? Where does Ryan and JP land in your current rankings of all of the survivors that okay. we're going? Here? So I had Cole at number one. I had Katrina at number two. For me, I think that JP fits very solidly in the middle there. I think that he has basically, uh, you know, a lot of the same traits as Cole. Where I feel like that he has to uh, be a complete moron to not make the merge in the season because uh, he is going to be somebody, especially in these small. Tra- 
tribes that that strength is going to be valued. So I think he has to really screw up to get voted out, particularly early in the season. So I have him ahead of Katrina. I feel like that Cole had more of an awareness of what he was getting into than JP. So it makes it sort of an easy decision to have JP at two. Cole, JP, Katrina heading into Ryan. And as I was listening to Ryan, it sort of crystallized in my mind who I think Ryan is. And it's not a survivor comparison, but I think he's Eric Stein. And for those of you guys who uh, know Eric Stein, of course, a longtime friend of the podcast, really great big brother player. And I feel like that they have sort of a very similar sense of humor and, you know, a uh, similar body type. And I think that for Eric, I think that while Big Brother is not nearly as physical of a uh, show as Survivor is, uh, that I th- it sounds like Ryan can hold his own in the challenges. So I like that upside for Ryan, but I think that he's just like trying to prognosticate him. There's just so much variance there that he could be the first boot. He could be the winner of the season. And so for that, I will slot him at number two in the power rankings in between Cole and JP. So I will say Cole, Ryan, JP, Katrina, that is my pecking order so far through four of these, Josh. So if Ryan is the Eric Stein of Survivor Heroes versus Healers versus Hustlers, does that mean we get to decide what he does Mm, on the season? Well... If you rep- if you respond to his emails, if you if, yes, you, know, you have to, to email him, him back, email. and then uh, he'll get yeah. tree mail of what people uh, said to do. That's right. <laughs> it's a great it's a great twist for the future. It's a really exciting twist. All right, so then hashtag what is it? So, hashtag social media. Was that what his hashtag was? Oh, hashtag social media game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my hashtag social media game could use some freaking work. Anyway. Oh, my God. Not not great. Great job with this, Josh. Of course, people can check out the second episode of First One Out. It's in the Robbins podcast feed. You can also listen to it at the home base of everything Josh Wiggler is doing for Survivor at THR.com slash Survivor. Or you could follow Josh Wiggler and his social media game at Round Howard. That's right. It's a very fun game. I encourage you all to play. Josh, who's coming up in our next iteration of this podcast? All right. We have coming up next Simone Wynn of the Hustlers Tribe, as well as Patrick Bolton of the Hustlers Tribe. Lord Bolton. We're actually going to be getting... Lord Bolton. We're going to be getting through a lot of these hustlers here, actually, in the early going of these podcasts. So we're going to be, I think, com- almost completely clear by, uh, by the end of uh, the fourth podcast, if I'm remembering that right. Uh, so Simone and Patrick are coming up. I think that they will be they will be compelling interviews to listen to. For Can't sure. wait. Nobody's hustling more than you these days, my friend. So looking forward to that. Can't wait to hear what you guys have to say in the comments. And of course, subscribe to the podcast to not miss any of our coverage. Rob has a website.com slash iTunes. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.